Man, it's been a minute. Welcome to another episode of the Liberty Enthusiast Podcast. Man, it has been a minute since I've recorded an episode. Now, uh, I do want to explain that. Uh, I've just been away and doing stuff. We'll get into it. But uh, first, I want to say thank you for whoever has listened to the previous episodes. I really appreciate it. I've got some decent amount of play numbers. Nothing, you know, crazy. I'm not part of the problem, but, you know. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, lots happened since uh, last I recorded an episode. However, I do want to uh, first explain where I've been, what happened in the uh, three months or so uh, that I haven't recorded an episode, and uh, explain what's up. So first things first is um, I moved. So a lot of my uh, my attention was spent moving, and when I was... Uh, when I was recording the episodes, I was still looking for a place, and uh, I finally just decided that I wasn't really looking hard enough, and I needed to put all of my effort into trying to get into a new place. And uh, for anybody who has tried to get into a new place recently, uh, you know the housing market's crazy, and especially out here in Southern California, um, it, it just it gets awful. Like if you don't answer a uh, a housing listing in the first day i mean you're basically screwed so i really had to put in a lot of effort into trying to find a new place and uh, i was you know looking with a friend of mine who's now uh, my roommate my uh, co-worker and just tons of stuff like that and uh could i have maybe recorded an episode on the side sure but i really wanted to put in a lot of effort into following up with housing listings and really trying to put in as much effort as I could into this because uh, there were just some personal uh, agreements with my former roommates that I had to be out by a certain time. And it was uh, very quickly approaching. And uh, matter of fact, I, I got into the new place and moved in two weeks from this deadline where I had to be out of that house. And this was, um, this was agreed upon, you know, when I very when I first moved in to this place, or when I first moved in rather to the old place, it's it's still weird because I've I've been here for uh, a little over a month now, and it still doesn't quite feel real that it's like my own space. So uh, I was sharing a room with my uh, former roommate's son, and uh, I am no longer. I am in my own uh, area here. And uh, I'm still doing audio only on the podcast for now, but uh, I may be going to video sooner than you think. That's something that's in the works. And uh, thankfully, not right now, because, man, I'll tell you uh, real quick out here in Southern California, it has been Satan levels of hot. It has been horrendous out here. And it's another one of those days where it's just brutally hot. Uh, I, I didn't even check the uh, oh, 92 degrees. Thank you, computer, for having a nifty little uh, 
weatherometer. I don't know what it's called, and I'm not going to take it back in the corner of my screen. So yeah, that's where most of my time uh, went away from the podcast, is just trying to find a place. And uh, I did finally find a place. Obviously, I'm not going to say where, but somewhere in Southern California, somewhere much closer to work. So my commute has been cut by over half, which has been amazing. Uh, that that it's been so helpful especially in this economy uh, with you know crazy prices inflation everywhere yeah it's just been it's been really nice not having quite as high of a uh, a, a fuel bill if you will i don't want to say gas bill cuz that's a different thing but uh yeah i'm here now uh, another thing another major thing that happened is that my car went out um, I was formerly driving a 2009, yeah, 2009, uh, silver PT cruiser. Uh, it's rod bearing crank, uh, went out. So the engine is, I mean, it runs, it just runs very poorly. Um, it would need an entire engine rebuild or just a completely new engine, which would cost more than the car is worth. So I just said, screw it. Um, I'm just going to get a, a used car uh i'll lease it or finance it if i have to and i find i'm financing it so it's a 2010 honda accord it's uh fabulous so far i've had it for a couple weeks now really um i want to say about two weeks maybe a little bit uh over it might be closer to three weeks and it's just it's a great car it's uh you know it's super safe. Uh, it's got some blind spots that kind of suck, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah, so that has been mostly where I've... Oh, I think you probably heard that uh, mouse. And uh, I am now, since I am in my own space, I'm no longer recording on my laptop. I'm actually recording on a PC with a legit condenser mic setup. So, and, and pop filter and... Uh, a boom arm and the whole nine yards. Uh, so this episode's going to sound crisp, hopefully crispier than all the other ones. Um, I do want to record uh, probably on OBS. I, I've been recording on Audacity uh, for every episode of the podcast so far. And uh, Audacity's great, don't get me wrong. But I really think that OBS can play some of the video sections better for the podcast that I, uh, that I actually want the video to come through and play well, even if I don't record the actual video segment or, uh, maybe in an editing software, I just completely cut the video segment completely. And I just keep the audio, uh, section, at least for now. Matter of fact, there wouldn't even be a video section. I'd have no, I would have no camera clicked in cause I'm not on laptop anymore. So I don't even know if OBS would work. Anyway, that's something for a later, uh, that's a, a future me problem. But uh, what I really wanted to do, now that you kind of know where I've been, um, like I said, mo um, a couple months I was, you know, looking for a place, trying to get uh, everything compacted uh, to actually get out and to move. And of course, I wanted to put all my time into moving. And then, of course, the actual moving, which technically we're still not really done. There's still stuff in boxes, but my room is uh, pretty cleaned up and I've got some cool gadgets and stuff. But uh, yeah, that is all of that. Now, beyond that, I kind of just wanted to touch on um, 
some stuff that's been happening, the major stories that have happened since the since the last episode I recorded in God June, late June, early July, something like that. I didn't even look. Matter of fact, I could totally look right now. I think I have the page up. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, last 30 days. Let's change that on Anchor from last 30 days to all time. Yes, June 16th. Okay, so the middle of June. Guns, primaries, and economics. Oh my. Yeah, and uh, that's actually probably <laughs> at least two of those are going to be what, <laughs> what I touch on. So let's do um, the primaries first. Most of the actual primaries are done with uh and we're gonna head to the general in november which is about uh, a month and like two weeks away and we're in uh, full force we're in debate season i've got a, a couple debates that i'm gonna be trying to watch uh actually matter of fact are coming up next week uh one in three days so on wednesday and then one in five days which is on friday and uh the one that's on friday is the Texas governor's race, which is very interesting because I am not a fan of Beto O'Rourke in the slightest. Very, very, very anti-gun candidate, and uh, I'm very much hoping he loses again. Although, I really don't care very much for Greg, but Greg Abbott either, truthfully. I'm not a gigantic fan. But, you know, it is what it is. I'd much rather see Greg Abbott in the office than Beto O'Rourke, so you take what you, you know... You take the lesser of two evils in this kind of uh, crazy system that we have. And then the other one, I believe, is uh, either the Georgia or Arizona Secretary of State uh, debate. It's one of those two. And I don't know much about that one. I just kind of want to watch it. So I'll probably put out an episode on Friday recapping those and uh, hopefully playing some clips from them. Just kind of giving my general thoughts. And uh, primaries in full swing. I uh, didn't really pay that close of attention to the primaries uh, as they went on, of course, because I didn't really have a reason to, because um, California's had already passed and um, everything else. I didn't, um, yeah, I didn't really care about very much. New Hampshire, however, had some very big victories. Uh, that was that was exciting. Oh, you know what? I completely forgot to mention. I went to Young Americans for Liberty, and the the reason why this sparked my mind is Young Americans for Liberty had uh, a lot of victories in New Hampshire primaries, especially in state houses, uh, in the state house rather, and in local government, which is incredible for them. The for, go, thank God for the Free State Project and for Young Americans for Liberty, man. They're doing incredible work out there in New Hampshire and got some big victories in the primaries. Going to be really looking forward to what happens in November, especially in New Hampshire, because, uh, man, the Free State Project has been getting hit left and right with hit pieces from every freaking publication imaginable. It's really quite something. But other than that, what the that sparked my memory of Young Americans for Liberty Revolution 2022 Um very, very, very excited for that. I genuinely cannot wait for that. Uh, I'm, I took a bunch of video and a bunch of pictures, and I'm going to be putting it out on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. Um, I'm still editing it. I, matter of fact, I went, it's kind of bad on my part. I went in early August, and it's now July, and I'm just now getting around to editing it. But to be fair, I did move 
like like I literally found out that I got this house or this apartment that I'm in now while I was in Florida <laughs> for Revolution 2022. So, you know, cut me some slack. I lit I I was moving uh, immediately after I had uh, come back from that trip and uh man what an incredible time uh i met so many incredible people i saw dave smith talk um which and, and i've I, this is the third time i've met him great guy uh, i met spike cohen and uh, hannah cox i met her again uh that was great i met michael heiss the uh, leader of the libertarian party mises caucus that was uh, he was a great guy we talked about uh, a bunch of stuff for like 15 minutes he's a great dude um, I met Clint Russell of Liberty Lockdown, a uh, podcast that I listen to quite frequently. So, um, man, all those guys were awesome. And, uh, I actually asked a question in Q and a, uh, at a, at the Mises caucus bash, uh, for that event. So, you know, not so separated from the young Americans for Liberty actual event with tons of speakers. I oh got Justin Amash, Brandon Herrera, uh, oh my lord, Sean Thamia, the chief of staff of Young Americans for Liberty. Just uh, so many incredible speakers. Uh, it, was, it was just truly a unforgettable experience. And I have tons of video. I can't wait to put it together. I can't wait to start editing it. Uh, even though I've waited a really long time to do it. You know what? Shut up. It's my, it's, it's my schedule. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was really fun. Anyway. Um, I'll release more uh, details on that video when I start to actually send those videos out and when I'm done editing them. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to edit them by day, but I still haven't uh, totally decided the format yet. So look out for that on my uh, YouTube channel. Uh, I'm, I'm debating putting it on my own channel with my name, which I'm probably going to do, to be honest, because I, I did make a couple other videos. But you know what? We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Anyway, what I was talking about before. Yeah, primaries. Uh, nothing crazy. Uh, some really big races um, in Georgia and Pennsylvania especially. Uh, it's c kind of looking like it's closer than anybody thought, even four or five months ago when I was doing the podcast pretty regularly. Uh, the Democratic Party candidates have kind of gained ground, it seems like, at least as far as the polls go. Uh, after the uh, Dobbs decision, which I was podcasting at that time, uh, the overturning of Roe versus Wade and uh, Casey versus Planned Parenthood, leaving that decision entirely to the states, which I actually do support. You know, I'll cover an episode on that later. But uh, that was really something. And I think it kind of galvanized a lot of uh, women voters to get out and vote for Democrats. So that's going to be something that's very, very interesting as we head into the general election, how much that uh, really changes the dynamic of the election. Uh, the other couple of big things that I really wanted to mention, um, this is old news now, but Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence was, hold on, I had to burp and it didn't come out, damn. Um, yeah, he was raided by the FBI. Uh, very, very interesting and weird development. Um, but it's looking like it's not quite so weird. It looks like he had some uh, pretty sensitive documents 
normally when uh, a president leaves the White House, there's a back and forth from the National Archives about what property is the government's, what property can be kept by the president. But uh, this time, they just went and raided his house. Apparently, it was very top secret files that only the preparer of the documents could actually sign the release for someone to see. And it can only be seen in a very, very specific way with a secret, uh, what is it? It's called a skiff, secret compartmental information something. I can't remember the full acronym, but uh, SCI documents, aka very, very, very secret. Uh, TS slash SCI, I believe, is the term. Top secret slash uh, secret confidential information or something like that. The, the highest level of security clearance is required for these. Uh, it looks like Donald Trump is going to have some uh, pretty big legal battles regarding this in the coming months. And it's kind of a referendum now in the midterms on do people really find that to be egregious on the part of the FBI or do they really agree with the FBI and the DOJ's assessment that this is really dangerous information to have. Uh, that's going to be a development that's very interesting to track as this mi the midterm session goes on. Whew. And then the last thing that I wanted to cover in this whole three months that I've been gone is that inflation is just uh, completely out of control. Um, we're in a total debt crisis right now, uh, just as... I think it was like three, four days ago, the fixed rate mortgages on on housing are above 7% now. Uh, we are at a Fed funds rate of around 3%, I believe. And uh, the discount window is very tight at the moment, which means that the money is being moved out of the economy that was sent in droves in 2020 and 2021 through COVID spending and deficit spending. And uh, it looks like the Fed is now tightening, or at least, you know, trying. There's uh, there's some speculation and very good data to support this, that they're actually not tightening as much as they should be uh, regarding removing, re uh, removing money out of the system, but more so just kind of keeping interest rates high so that people are less likely to get credit loans and to try to keep people's buying habits back a little bit so that hopefully the demand for uh for all everything for housing for food for loans for uh for all credit-based needs drops and then the price can finally come back down but you know uh the austrian school knows that the inflation isn't just like a generic increase in prices that's a result the cause is obviously the increase in easy money in credit so, you know, whether that works or not, I, I have my doubts for very good reason. I really don't think it'll work, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, uh, the year-on-year -year inflation as of right now, I believe, is around 8.3%. Uh, it dropped last month, or uh, rather, not last month, but the month before, by a couple percentage points, and then... It went to 0% in July, month-to-month. Uh, -month. From uh, from June to July, it was 0. And then July to August, it just ca it came out, you know, two weeks ago that inflation went up again by, well, inflation didn't go up, but they call inflation. The CPI went up by 
So uh, a total different direction from what a lot of economists were saying. A lot of economists were saying it was going to keep going down. Um, that does not seem to be the case. We may get another uptick. Um, inflation, at least as far as they are concerned, the way they calculate it is very, very hard to track. Um, just because, you know, calling it a generic basket of goods, you know, these these goods are so incredibly volatile and there's incredible amounts of variables, especially regarding supply and demand while we're still having supply chain problems. You know, definitely the increase in the money supply had a major problem or you know, had a major uh, a major say in the increase in the CPI. But how much of this is supply chain problems? You know, uh, it still seems to be anybody's guess. My guess, my personal feeling is that it, it really is the money printing. Um, we, we've had some repairing of supply chains, not quite as much as we'd like, because, of course, you can't just switch the economy off and have it come right back on and there'd be absolutely no issues that, you know, it doesn't work like that. The economy is not a light switch. It's not an on or off. It's either going or it's failing. You know, there is no off. It doesn't just kick right back on again. It takes a very, very, very long time. It's almost like when you have bad wiring in a house and you flip a switch and it and it's not like it's a a fading light. It literally is a switch, but it takes you know four, five, six seconds for the light to actually you know it, it takes a, a while for the incandescent bulb to actually you know click on or to fire up the 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 wiring in the bulb and to actually come on. It's kind of that you know. It really does take uh, a long time when you completely shut down the world economy to come back up. And, of course, people are really suffering from this. Uh, all loan interest rates are really high, especially on things like credit card rates and uh, mortgage rates. Uh, we are now fully in a debt crisis. Uh, credit card debt is the highest it's been even since 2008, and it just keeps climbing like I said, uh, mortgage rates are now even higher uh, than they were in the 2007 housing market and stock market crash when the whole world economy went into a recession. Um, <laughs> there was that funny moment <laughs> that I'm just reminding myself, as I say, recession, where uh, the second quarter of <laughs> of 2022 we ended up in, or either the second or third we ended up in negative gdp growth which they of course used to measure the economy and uh, <laughs> of course the white house tried to uh retroactively say uh two two negative quarters of gd or two quarters of negative gdp growth is not an is not a recession even though that's what's been called a recession for uh basically ever it, okay, fine. That's an exaggeration. For a very long time, it, recession has been defined as two straight quarters of negative GDP growth. Of course, the White House tries to circumvent that because, lo and behold, we are in a recession, at least as officially defined by mainstream economists. I would argue we were in a recession long before then, but of course, GDP is a lagging indicator. So here we are. And... I really think that's about it. Uh, I could talk more and go into more detail regarding other things, but uh, you know, I want to ease myself back in. Um, it really has been a while, man. I forget how much you have to like drink water to talk, and I didn't bring in my uh, water bottle with me. But 
that's really all I wanted to do is I wanted to catch you guys back up where I've been, what I've been doing. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm totally settled now. I'm totally good. I uh, can't wait to get uh, back into the making of episodes and, uh, you know, just having a good time. I'm going to be watching all these debates. I'm going to be probably going live on my YouTube channel the night of the midterms, the general election, if all goes according to plan, if I get some of the things for my camera that I really need to get. And uh, I'm going to work on probably the YouTube channel and, of course, the Florida trip. But otherwise, that's really all I had to say. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I realize this is kind of an interesting episode, but, you know, I'm back in the swing. I uh, I can't wait to see these debates get back in and bring an episode out to you guys. You know, I'm going to put this episode out immediately. Uh, I'm recording Sunday, so it should be out, you know, same day, probably in like 15 minutes. And uh, as soon as it goes, you guys will know. So thank you for following the Liberty Enthusiast podcast. Follow me on Twitter at, K- at uh, K2DudeMan, the Liberty Enthusiast. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks.